Hey, 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 folks. Good day to you and welcome to a brand new episode of the Chart to Heart podcast. As always, I am tremendously grateful for the support this podcast has received literally from all over the world. You know, when I set out to start this podcast, what I wanted to do was to create a platform that would prompt conversations that would challenge us in business to examine how we connect the dots between our strategy, objectives, business priorities, value creation, and so much more with the people who do the work. And that's at all levels of the organization. So no one could have told me that an episode like episode five uh, on sabbaticing, the last episode about working from a place of rest and having this this Sabbath mindset on a business podcast would be the most downloaded episode and listened to episode to date. I mean, that is just amazing. And what that did was that reaffirmed what my instincts were telling me. And my instincts were telling me that there is a hunger for disruption, empathy, and something different, dare I say fresh, in organizations across the globe. So thank you so much. Um, the success of this podcast is a result of your support. And I want you to know that I do not take that for granted. Thank you. Let's get into today's episode. You know, it's February and in America, most of our nation marks the month of February to highlight and recognize the contributions of Black Americans. And in case you didn't know, I am both Black and American, not either or, but both. And as one who is gifted with such a unique identity, it is critical that I remind the world that these contributions primarily celebrated during the month of February, that they are not new. In fact, they are still among us today. They arrived on slave ships over 400 years ago. They are archived in the DNA of our ancestors whose names are not widely known. These contributions have not all been recorded in history books, mementos, or museums. We've not had movies or television series made about them, but they do exist. They are often innate. They are both ambiguous and visibly hidden. Um, these contributions have been and are still all around us every single day, especially in our companies. So let's talk. I'll start with a story. Once upon a time, there was an employee by the name of Jaquan Noel Jenkins. Jaquan was intellectual, charismatic, disciplined, well-liked, fully committed, and brilliant in his own right. Jaquan was the epitome of the ideal profile of what companies look for. He was hardworking, highly skilled. He had great experience. He was a leader's leader. He was loyal, uh, understood the business, and fully on board with the organization's purpose and vision. He was the consummate professional, but he was black. You know, throughout his career, Jaquan, who actually preferred to go by his middle name, Noel, because it was less ethnic and to him made others more comfortable around him. But Noel perfected the art of code switching. 
Now, in case you don't know what code switching is, code switching is when people of color, particularly black people, tone down our innate, authentic, culturally gifted personality and or appearance to appeal to those unfamiliar with the brilliance of our natural environment or existence. We tend to enunciate more clearly and we swap out slang words for proper nouns, <laughs> verbs, and adjectives. Uh, one who code switches would occasionally compromise authenticity on the altar of acceptance from our hair to our attire to our preference in music and even leisure activities. In short, when we code switch, we simply just go along to get along with the hopes of one day feeling as if we belong. Unconditionally, that is. So Jaquan, who prefers to go by Noel, was a master code switcher like many of us. He did this because the culture in his organization did not lend itself to his authentic self. The culture wasn't equipped or prepared to handle Jaquan. However, in reality, it wasn't ready for Noel either. This was evident when Noel was often leveraged for his expertise, but seldom rewarded for it. There was one occasion when Noel, but his mama calls him Jaquan, uh, created a program that revolutionized the organization's innovation pipeline. I mean, the result of this was $30 million net profit in a single year for the business. And Noel was recognized with a certificate signed by the CEO and a 2.7 annual merit increase. Meanwhile, the teammate who supported him, let's, let's call him Zach, who had no need to code switch, was promoted two levels and joined the prestigious executive leadership team. Um, throughout his career, Noel would be invited into the boardroom, but was not given a voice. Not publicly, that is. You see, so Noel had grown accustomed to sitting on the sideline celebrating accomplishments that he's been at the helm of leading and innovating. And after a while, Jaquan was crushed. His mental health was negatively affected. He, like many black professionals, began to grow weary in well-doing, feeling trapped. And by trapped, I mean that feeling when optimism begins to diminish and work becomes a means of survival only. So Noel, but his mama calls him Jaquan, had worked so hard, sacrificed so much, suppressed so much, only to realize that he was, in fact, a tremendous professional, but he was still black. So here's the thing. Um, I have been Jaquan. If the truth be told, quiet as it's kept, some days I am still Jaquan. If you're a black professional listening to this episode, I'm sure you've been Jaquan. If you are not a black professional listening to this episode, you know a Jaquan. Now, you may know him as Noel, but they mama named them Jaquan. 
It's the famed Black American author James Baldwin who is quoted as saying, and I quote, to be Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time, unquote. If I were to attempt to bring just a little color to Baldwin's statement within the context of this podcast episode and the experience of Black professionals, seeing that I am one, the truth is that the need to run faster, jump higher, stay quiet, um, um, and the like, just to be seen, it's a lot. Like, it is a lot. Equity is, in my opinion, a result of investment. And all over America and the globe, there has been tremendous investments and contributions by Black Americans, often with marginal equity to show forth. Literally, just look at the top leadership of Fortune 500 companies in the United States. So one must question... Are we celebrating the contributions of Black folks during the month of February while overlooking the up-close and personal investments of those close to us? Are we suffering from a, a, a metaphoric um, a cultural cataract that makes it difficult to recognize the investments of the Jaquans in our companies and on our teams? Literally, from the Black executive to the Black engineer to the Black playwright to the Black coder to the Black designer or architect, has equity been absent? Is equity absent? You know, in 2020, when the world saw a knee in the neck of George Floyd, which resulted in what I call his globally broadcasted murder— it prompted the conscience of many companies to examine the truth of systemic inequity and injustice. You know, I can't help but wonder, have we left that moment of empathy and action in that moment? Last year, many companies went on an all-out search to hire qualified Black Americans to lead their newly defined VP of diversity, equity, and inclusion roles. Kudos to all those companies, literally, and I mean that, for that responsive action. It is necessary and it's needed. And it's also important to note that as a result of what we saw in 2020, that I have been very proud of the steps many companies, both well-known and many not well-known, have taken to level the playing field for Black professionals and challenge unconscious bias. Kudos. We celebrate that. But we, and, and by we, I mean the entire ecosystem of professionalism, regardless of industry, can do more. I mean, we must do more. So referring back to the story I told earlier, within your organization right now are Jaquans. Now, they may be disguised as Noels, but they're there, working, waiting for their opportunity, their opportunity to lead, their opportunity to demonstrate that the shepherds hidden on the backside of the desert have developed the skill and will needed to transform our companies, to develop strategy, to drive growth, 
to be more than a quota or a number. They are ready. We are ready. They are ready. We are ready to do our thing and to do it our way. So I encourage you, go find them. They're not hidden. They are professional and black and ready. So as we celebrate Black History Month, I encourage companies to put intentional action alongside our public statements. And in in case, just in case, if, if you're wondering what you can do right now as a company to honor the contributions of Black Americans past and present, I offer the following. First, diversify your leadership team and key contributor positions. Next, target your hiring practices to recruit talent from HBCUs. That's historically black colleges and universities. Um, target your hiring practices to recruit black American military senior non-commissioned officers, warrant officers, and commission officers. I'm a veteran of this country and 22 years ago, 23 years ago almost, I joined the Army, and many of my friends have retired over the last three or four years, and I can't tell you how hard it is for them to find good, quality, equitable positions in firms as senior leaders having tremendous experience. So let's let's examine our hiring practices. Next, I encourage you to invest in Black-owned entrepreneurs and startups, specifically in the tech space. Um, via your mergers and acquisition strategies, and at a minimum, start hiring them to do some of the special projects that that we work. We can consider that. Next, I encourage you to hire Black coaches and consultants and speakers for our events. We can also listen to our Black employees. And what I mean by that, the Jaquans and the Noels in our organization. Feedback matters Next, um, we've got to be honest about where the blind spots are in our organizations, and we can all commit to work on them. And lastly, I sum it all up with one word, care. Happy Black History Month, folks.